0: With Smith and Jones. Hello and welcome to Old Castards, the weekly pod where two old men have a laugh, have a moan, and talk a load of nonsense along the way. We also try and learn something new if our old brains can handle it. We are Smith and Jones. And without further ado. Oh no, wait, I'm not Jones. Oh shit, have I done it again? You've done it again.
1: Though I do oh. like to wear an alternative brand of underwear. That are a certain Jack Jones, but um, I'm certainly no Mister Jones.
0: I see Ben wears a lot of that. He's always he's always wearing his Jack and Jones, and I say, oh, they've got the first name wrong.
1: He does, yeah. I notice that he wears. He's got a nice T-shirt, hasn't he?
0: We need to bring out some uh, some knockoff Smith and Jones <laughs> merchandise that looks like the, the Jack and Jones logo. I'm sure we won't get in trouble for that at all. Not at all. Surely nah. not. <laughs> yeah. Hello, yeah. This is Hello. this week. It is this week. It's Smith and Tunnycliffe. Smith and Tunnycliffe. What a mouthful! You are co-hosting for me with me this with week you. in in Mister Jones's absence. In
1: yeah, extremely large <laughs> shoes to fill. I imagine he's probably got much bigger feet than I have.
0: <laughs> How are you, Mister Tunny?
1: I'm okay. It's been a long week, hasn't it, to say the least? And then. As soon as I think I've got five minutes to chill, it's the weekend, and uh, that's fulfilled with football and children and
0: and everything else in between. So you can have an hour to chill now. An hour to chill.
1: Well, I'll yeah, give you an hour
0: to t- chill now.
1: I just had to turn the tumble dryer off because Annie hadn't done that, and that would have been going crazy behind me.
0: Yeah, last time you were on the podcast, I could hear the tumble dryer going on in the background. I remember crazy. having to
1: edit that out. That was fun. I've been looking for a new microphone, so hopefully that's something in the pipeline. But no, yeah, we're all good. We are all good. About yourself, all good?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't complain. Can't complain. Can't complain. Anything Anything eventful happened to you this last week? No, I can't think that it has. I mean, I didn't
1: get stuck in a field like other people I know. ah oh. <laughs>
0: I uh, I, I blame the French van that's what I blame blame
1: the French van
0: and the customer insisting me that I could drive across her field without any issues oh dear 30 seconds later there's me bogged down
1: And then waiting, what was it, three? Three and a half hours. Stuck in a
0: field, waiting for RAC to come rescue me.
1: I mean, the view looked lovely from what you put in Discord.
0: I mean, at least the weather wasn't like what it was the day before, (laughs) where it was raining (laughs) sideways. It was lovely, clear blue sky. I was was sat there chilling in a field. Could have been worse. Could have been much worse. Yeah. Tell you what has happened in this past week. Go for it. Uh, Some of the listeners of the podcast might be unaware of. But uh, on a personal note, I released my Marco Heater merch. Yes, you did. Yes. And very nice indeed. Over at oldmenmerch.com. There are the, the most recent four items on there are uh, our Heater brand. My question is, who did the bought picture? Was that Mary or... Yeah, Mary did. Yeah. Ah, yeah.
1: uh, I was going to say, I, I assumed so.
0: So, uh, Mary designed me a new logo. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, because... Never, never really explained this on the pod, but we we did decide that during our birth months, this is myself, Tunny, Nah, and Ben, we decided that during our birth months will be the months that we release our, our own merch. Mm-hmm. January being my birthday. I've I've now released my merch. I had to wait for my new logo first, but Mary has designed me an amazing new logo and she designed me a bought sticker as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think she intended for it to be a sticker, but. Uh, oh, okay. She did a random drawing of Bort and sent me it. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll use that.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: So there is a uh, there is a nice sky blue Heater hoodie and a nice black T-shirt and a Bort sticker and a nice big desk mat because I want a new desk mat. That was a bit of a selfish one. <laughs> but yeah, really pleased with how they came out. I think they look wicked. So is the, the hoodie, is that the first one we've got in the
1: store that actually has... Your name or your tag down the sleeves, down the arm. Yeah, that's
0: the first thing we've got that's got anything nice. on the sleeves. Yeah, yeah. I do like we've got that. heater written down the sleeves.
1: That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice indeed. I think so. Well, we've just got to work out what we're going to do because my birthday isn't coming up.
0: Yeah. Next weekend. Next weekend. This weekend depends on, yeah. Old men. You're going to be an old man. I am. Another
1: year. Another year on the calendar. <laughs> as they say.
0: But it'll be fun. I've,
1: I've managed to uh, get the day off Friday. So and my, my birthday's not until this Saturday. But yeah. um, we'll drop the kids off. I think Annie was like, drop the kids off at school. Then we'll just go out, have some lunch, which I know what happened. We'll go home and then I'm just going to lay on the sofa and probably just fall asleep. And then Annie will be nice. like, yeah, we just end up just sleeping the day away. And then uh, pick the kids up and then we'll go from there. Reese will have football, so I'll do a quick run-up to chance and back. But it's something to look forward to, right? Do you have anything planned for the
0: actual day? Football.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like every All other life Saturday. Is just football. Yeah, and I'll probably probably take some sweets along to training for the kids to enjoy. And then we'll come home. No, probably not really. Family will probably pop round on the Saturday uh, and then chill out in the evening. and have a couple of drinks and then that'll be it and then i'll go to bed an older man than i did when i woke up <laughs> lovely
0: oh i know something else that happened this week something something new oh something that i want to mention mm-hmm. i got a nephew you did my first nephew so this is mary's brother He's 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 had a little boy. Well, I say he's had a little boy. His partner, his partner has, mm-hmm. and uh, very cute he is as well. I've I, I visited him on Friday and today.
1: Nice. The picture looked very nice.
0: Seven pounds eleven. Said baby has a has a name. His name is Ashton. Ooh. And uh, he has very large hands. <laughs> very. <laughs> large he has very large hands with very sharp fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Something for you to play a part in as, yeah. as they grow up. It's exciting. Take them it? to football games, no doubt. <laughs> I was, I was singing, I was singing Barra songs to him the <laughs> first time I held him. <laughs> Training him young.
1: That's it. Because it love what? That's the that's the one thing I didn't do with any of my three. Mm-hmm. So I never had an input. I never pressured my three into supporting the same team. So yeah. being a Chelsea fan, my oldest, Reese, he immediately got taken over and brainwashed by Annie's brother, who is a Liverpool fan. So he very quickly became a Liverpool fan. Then Isaac, yeah. my middle boy, very quickly became a Spurs fan because my best mate, Krispy Kreme, who's quite <laughs> often in my chat, he brainwashed him. And then Annie's had the biggest impact on Mads, who is an Ipswich Town fan. Like yeah. Annie, Annie's mum, my mum, my auntie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Ipswich Town side goes quite a way through the family. So
0: go on the tractor boys,
1: but it's good. It's uh, it definitely gives you something to uh, talk about when you've got those <laughs> rivalry teams on. When on Chelsea the play Liverpool, when Chelsea play Liverpool, Chelsea play Spurs or Spurs and Liber- Either way, yeah. It's, uh... unfortunately
0: I think uh, Ashton's going to be brought up in a Tottenham shirt I think Ooh.
1: <laughs> no get in there early
0: get in there early keep singing them despite the fact his dad works with me at Stevenage <laughs>
1: <laughs> keep him. Keep singing them songs to him get him Get him learning them yeah. early up the borough what's happened this week for me hasn't really been nothing would really jump out it's just been an, a normal
0: week like every other week fairly normal for me apart from getting stuck in a field <laughs> mm. and nearly chopping my finger off
1: oh yeah you didn't bring that up <laughs> that was in discord <laughs> tell us more about the the scenario because i i sent you a i sent <laughs> as soon as i saw it i was like right i'm gonna log in and i'm gonna find a, a quick toolbox talk on knife skills <laughs> being a chef that's exactly what i do at work and then you went no 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 it wasn't a knife it was one of these gizmo chopper box things i yes. imagine so, you so was... uh,
0: my sister who now also listens to this podcast she's announced to me this last week good lovely stuff i had a i had a vegetable chopper on my amazon wish list for christmas which she bought for me and i love it and mm-hmm. it's one of these things you know it's like a big plastic box and then on top of it you get like a metal grate and you can push veg through it it chops potatoes into chips and it has a mandolin as well you can mm-hmm. slice things nice and thin with them. Amazingly, it wasn't the mandolin that cut me, and I wasn't even right. using it. at t- I wasn't even using it at the time. I was having a debate with Mary about did we want skinny chips or chunky chips, and uh, she, she was like, "Oh, I don't know. How big are they? How big are they?" So I, I literally just picked up the blades to show her. I said, like, "Well, you want this one or do you want yeah. this one?" And I, and I literally just grabbed it by the blade. Do you want a thick piece of my finger
1: or a thin yeah. piece of my finger? <laughs> yeah. What are you feeling? Because <laughs> either way, you're getting the piece. Those things are so dangerously sharp.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculously sharp, and it looks really yeah. disappointing now because I kept—I—I—I I, I, I was while I was trying to cook dinner last night, I kept opening it up again, and it was pumping out with blood everywhere. Oh yeah, I kept putting plasters on it, and then they just kept getting sodden, and having to change the plaster, and everything like I couldn't fix it. Nurse Mary came to the rescue in the end, but yeah, look, it's, it's pretty it's pretty eventless now. <laughs> so I lost the tip of my finger on this on my left hand,
1: my first finger. Yeah chopping some veg at work very, very quickly. And uh, straight through, brand new sharp blade, straight. And I took the top clean off. And there it was, my finger squirting out, the tip of my finger (laughs) on the chopping board. And I just Mm. clearly remember the the chef who I was working with, he was like, yeah, you can't keep that. And I'm like, no, when I go to the hospital, I take it with. And he went, no, no. And he put it down the food waste machine, turned it on. (laughs) churned the tip of my finger says (laughs) going down this like plug hole and I'm going my fingers (laughs) down there and he's like yeah that'd be fine got a towel wrapped it up and there was that much blood I passed out landed (laughs) in the crutch of the other chef I was working with luckily he saved me before I landed in his crutch and then that was it I remember being like are you okay you okay and luckily he obviously stopped it and uh, I went to hospital and um yes yeah, ever since it's been just well the tip is very numb it grew back <laughs> right obviously but they gave you like they give you like this weird well i don't know what like it is now but normally it's like an iodine patch right but problem was every time that dried out when i went to tr- change it the nurse was so vicious like ripping it off that <laughs> it wouldn't never heal properly so apparently yeah. they get these like um a jelly silicone type material that goes over it apparently it's made of seaweed and it's always it's always wet keeps it moist and you'd have thought you'd want it to dry out right which is what the iodine patch done because it was obviously too dry she would pull it off and make make it bleed every time so they put this seedweed patch on and uh yeah it's all right it it repaired itself and then (laughs) a year to the day that i done that i did it again same finger Same finger, but a bit in a a different place. But I went across it, like you did. And uh, it wasn't so bad, that one. That just was like butterfly stitch. But she was like, we haven't seen you in a year and whatever day it was. And that was when you cut the top of your finger off. I was like, well, there you go.
0: (laughs) Oh, Chef Tunny, what you like? I know, right?
1: What are we Chef Tunny's
0: Kitchen on Instagram.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't posted to that for ages. I need to do the Chef Tunny's Kitchen again.
0: It makes me happy.
1: Yeah, I end up doing a massive great wad of just photos straight to the Discord and go this is what I've done for the last however many weeks and just bombard yeah. it and it probably goes do, 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 do. all the all the photos just come up bo-do, out of nowhere. Bo-do, 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 yeah, Discord bo-do. has a moment.
0: <laughs> come on Tanny. sing the song to me. And we're singing the crazy facts. Crazy news. Crazy facts. And crazy news
1: <laughs> So, am I starting? So, I believe you asked me yeah. to look for two of my own crazy facts. Yes, please. And the first one is is quite funny, really, because I was streaming literally Friday night, and we have, or I have, there is a viewer that comes quite regular into my streams, uh, called Hoot Boot, and Hoot Boot is uh, someone who followed me. Uh, from Sweden, and I don't even know what we were talking about. And all of a sudden, Hoot boot said, Did you know the word chef in Swedish is cock? <laughs> and I sort of stopped and I was like, Hang on a minute, let me read that again. Bearing in mind, I was playing demonologist for the first time, so I was already shaking in my boots, I was already on the edge of my seat, I'd already experienced quite a few jump scares. And then I went back to Hooper and I said, so cock, as in, and she, they were like, no, no, it's K-O-C-K. So I went, but, and and they didn't even know that I was a chef. So I went, okay, now I'm going to surprise you. I am a chef by trade. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, I'm so sorry. No, no, like, no, 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 this is brilliant. This is what we want. <laughs> so if I was to write down on my uh, Swedish now um, CV, I would literally be saying, I am a cock.
0: You know that after this comes out everyone is gonna be calling you cock tunny now. You're not gonna yeah, be Chef Tunny anymore.
1: True. Not Chef Tunny anymore.
0: Yes, cock, cock
1: Yes <laughs> Cock And then I think Beth at the time was it was in the um in the stream and then was like uh, the old Gordon Ramsay, not an idiot sandwich. You can imagine what <laughs> she said. Not an idiot sandwich. Cock sandwich, what are you? A cock sandwich. <laughs> Other sandwiches are available, but yeah. Which, that made me laugh. I thought it was... Uh... And the fact that, obviously, they didn't have a clue what I did before that moment. And yeah. I don't even know what made them bring it up, but <laughs> that was quite good.
0: Cocktanny. Cocktanny. So, Cocktanny, I've been on the old Googles, mm. and I've, I've got an article here from Thrillist.com, and this is foreign words that sound funny in English, much like... Your cock. Uh, uh, are you? <laughs> are you interested? I am indeed. Share with me. First on this list, we have dick milk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that, that caught me un, unaware, that did. <coughs> so
0: uh, I already knew. I was going to say this one anyway, because uh, I, I, I studied German quite a lot. And uh, I know that German for fat is dick. Literally, D-I-C-K. Okay, but uh, dick milk. Any 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 guesses what dick milk is in English? No, not a clue. It buttermilk. Okay,
1: that's fine. I'll try and get away with that when yeah. I order it next week for work, <laughs> and I'll I'll say it on the phone. Can I have some dick milk, please?
0: This article that I've chosen has uh, some funny examples as well, <laughs> as well of, of them in sentences, and it says, "Too bad there's no IHOP in Stuttgart." I'm sure they'd serve a delicious plate of dick milk pancakes. <laughs> 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 Next up is Slutspert. <laughs> Slutspert? Yep.
1: slutspurt. Slutspurt.
0: Yep, S L U T S P U R T. This is something you'll see uh, in Sweden. If something is on sale, if they're having a, if they're having like a closing down sale, a final sale, it's a slutspurt. Wow. So <laughs> uh, the, the example they've given is, luckily, no one was injured in the Black Friday spurt <laughs> at H&M this year.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh,
0: next up, we have Slag Room. <laughs> well, I'm assuming it does. It's not what it says on the tin. This is—I <laughs> don't know if you've got the article up, if you can see the picture, but it's literally a picture of like a diner, and it says above it "slag room." It says, <laughs> this is a uh, this is Dutch. I don't know what it translates to. It says whipped cream. Oh, and it also says the worst for sausage. So, so you could say, "Wow, this restaurant has its own slag room, and its food is the worst." Thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My God, I didn't even tell, I've just looked at the link and even the, <laughs> the bucket that the dick milk comes in.
0: Yeah, it literally, it literally just is just a big bucket and it says dick yeah, milk on big it. Big
1: bucket. <laughs> that is a lot of milk.
0: Next up, we have fucking. Oh, <laughs> this is a, a, the name of a small Austrian town with an L theft proof welcome sign. So there's, there's no real translation for it. It's just, there's just it's a place li- called fucking. Literally, yeah. And the oh, usage no. is Willkommen in fucking. Nun verschwinden Sie bitte. Wir sind beschäftigt. Sie wissen vomit. Which means <laughs> Welcome to fucking. Now please go away as we are all busy. Well, you know.
1: You could just imagine that's a conversation star, and If you're in the. If you're somewhere and you're out and about and. Oh, where'd you live? Fucking. Oh. <laughs> nice place.
0: Similar to that, this is the last one I'm gonna give you. This is from uh, this is from Japan. Oh god. This is um created by Fukushima Industries. But so I'm sure it's Fukupi, but it's spelt fuckuppy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck It says usage. Check this out. We just got an entire aquarium full of fucking guppies, or as we like to call them, fuck <laughs> Alternate usage. Settle down, dude. Quit being so damn fuck And alternate alternate usage, yeah. I mean, we're modern urban dwellers with a lot of cash and a propensity towards sex. I guess you could call us (laughs) fuckuppies. But yeah, it's a it's 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 Fukushima Industries mascot. They've got a little flying egg mascot because Japan, and his name is his name is fuckuppy. Nice. So yeah, that is um foreign foreign words that sound funny in English. (laughs) What is what's, what's your what's your next fact? My my other crazy fact
1: is, uh, surprisingly to many, food-related. So mm-hmm. the world's most hated vegetable is also one of the best for you. Brussels sprouts. Mm. They may be the most hated vegetable, but it's among the most nutritious veggies out there. It's packed full of vitamins, minerals, uh, has virtually no calories, no fat, no cholesterol, and it fills you up. Not sure about that bit. (laughs) Uh, Better yet, it also has antioxidants that are shown to be anti-inflammatory and could fight cancer. Wow. But this is the question. Do you eat your Brussels sprouts as they are? Or are you one of these people that have got like, I'll only eat them if they're turned pan fried in butter with pancetta bacon? I like Brussels
0: sprouts anyway. But yeah, yeah so, they are. Yeah. But uh, you you blanch them first, and then you fry them in the toss them in the frying pan with like yeah. bacon and almonds and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to have them. Do you like Brussels sprouts? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, and he did a roast beef just last Sunday, and uh, she brought me some Brussels sprouts. Yeah, and I, I was the only one to eat them.
0: They are very hated, so it must be quite aware that we've got two people together here that they both actually like them.
1: I know. <laughs> And if you didn't cook them and you just grate them as they are and use them as an the alternative to cabbage. Like shredded cabbage, yeah. They do make a very nice uh, coleslaw.
0: Oh, that's, oh, I like that. Brussels sprouts. Yeah, take well, out. That's what they are. They are just tiny little concentrated cabbages, aren't they? Yeah. So you could do half and half or you could mm-hmm. just
1: do all Brussels sprouts grated and then put your cabbage and your carrot in
0: and your, your mayo and yeah. That sounds like another finger injury waiting to happen. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, no one, <laughs> no one wants that. How the fuck do you grate a Brussels sprout? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
1: coughs> I've got the perfect machine. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, to supplement your sprouty sprouty fact, I yes. have an article from brokenpallet.com Oh. So, Instacart recently commissioned the Harris Poll to survey 2,000 Americans To pinpoint what people think is the least loved edible in the country, so we're talking America here. Mm -hmm. The survey was conducted from August the 3rd to the 7th, 2023, with the Harris Poll asking 2,032 adults, 18 and older, what their most hated foods were. The most hated food title goes to anchovy, with 50% Mm. of those polled saying they hated the fish. Of that number, 58% of anchovy haters were women, and 43% were men. You like an anchovy? No,
1: I would be fair. No, no, no. I don't know why I'm, I'm an What's I'm... not to
0: like? No, I just no. They don't, t- they don't just... taste like anything to me. They just taste salty. This is a little salty hit. I like an anchovy on my pizza. No, good shit. <laughs> good shit. Uh, next up is black licorice. The divisive sweet is loathed by 45% of people polled, putting it solidly in second place. That is what I would have said. If, if mm. someone was to come up to me in the street and say, what is the worst food? What do you hate the most? I'd say licorice.
1: Oh, did you not like, did you not get the the blackjacks and the fruit salad no. as a kid? <clears throat> oh, so I was lucky enough for Christmas to get, um get like this pack of all that kind of, and I don't like fizzy or sour sweets but right at the bottom it had blackjacks and it had Brrr. fruit salad mm. and ah oh, they oh, I remember them as a kid really fondly that was like yeah back then and they were like what one or two p, maybe
0: mm. yeah yeah they were the penny sweets weren't they I'd go for a fruit salad
1: yeah fruit salad, say mm. fruit salad. I don't like any of those like they do them in the bars didn't they the sherbet ones and the yeah I don't refresher ones Ooh, mm. they're too sour for me but yeah, oh, I don't mind that. don't mind a bit licorice
0: I remember licorice once when I, was a, when I was when I was a kid out with my mate I was going for a walk and I found a 2p on the floor and mm. I literally picked it up and I went into the shop that was nearby and I bought two little fruit salads with the 2p that I found on the floor <laughs> <laughs> that the result that was yeah
1: <laughs> can do that now <laughs> no you
0: couldn't <laughs> yeah no uh, aniseed Fennel, that that flavor that you get, black licorice. Oh no, yeah. my least favorite thing. I can't stand it.
1: I agree with the the aniseed. I don't like the they call them fireballs, aniseedy yeah. things. I don't like. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. But the black licorice is all right.
0: So uh, coming in a close third for the hated foods is the oyster. I can't say I've ever had an oyster.
1: I have one. I think it's texture over anything. Yeah. They don't have a. They smell really clean, like that. That sounds weird. Most people go, Oh, oyster, fishy, but it doesn't. It's like if you get mm. fresh, fresh ones, but for me, it's just like a giant bogey, like a big, like when you've got a horrible chesty cough and you go, <laughs> and it comes up,
0: and then you. <laughs> I've heard it's got like a mucousy texture. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, that, this is it. <laughs> It's making me gag talking about it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's
1: the one. It'll make you do that. I think that. I've
0: told you before, There's the one thing that I can't deal with. I'm fine with pee and poop and sick and all of that, but the second is phlegm. And yeah. <laughs> I can't deal with it at all. He's
1: going. He's going, he's going to go. Change the subject. Move on. Uh,
0: uh, it's making his eyes water. 41% of people polled dislike the mollusk. With people over 40 hating oysters more than people in younger age brackets. Mm-hmm. And then next it says beets. And I think that's beetroots, right? 33%.
1: I used to love beetroot as a kid. My mum always like used to say, yeah, beetroot sandwich when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then as I've got older, I've just gone off it. I tried it not mm-hmm. long ago. Well, I say not long ago, about a year or two ago. Someone made a... Well, it was basically not a potato salad. It was a beetroot salad. And then obviously... But they done beetroot with horseradish in a mayo, mix that all together. And honestly, mm-hmm. it, it was all right. It's yeah, it sounds right. good. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's 33% of the people. That's a third of the people. They didn't like beetroot. Another 33% blue cheese. I get that disgusting stuff. Well, I'd eat it in a sauce,
1: but I won't eat it on. I couldn't eat, just like slice it and spread it and eat it. I'd yeah. Put blue
0: cheese in a sauce and it's really nice. 33% as well, okra. All tied in fourth place.
1: Mm. No slimy
0: capers, thirty-one percent. Brussels sprouts, there you go, twenty-eight percent. Fennel, twenty-six percent. Thank you. Olives, twenty-three <laughs> percent. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't care for olives either. No, same. Mushrooms, nineteen percent. Love mushrooms. Nope. No, uh, no, you don't do them, do you?
1: If they're chopped up small. Yeah. Cilantro, that's uh, cilantro. Yeah, coriander to you and me. What we would call coriander, which is very nice. Seventeen.
0: Coconut, sixteen percent. Yeah, Annie falls That's into that category. One. She hates. Does she? Coconut. How come not. I don't really get what's what's not to like about coconut. <laughs> Who doesn't
1: like a bounty? What's there not to like? Chocolate, coconut.
0: Yeah. All in one parcel. They're my least favorite, but I do like them. It doesn't mean I don't like them. They're just, they're just my least favorite. Yeah. Uh, pickles, thirteen percent. Mm. Love a pickle. Mayonnaise. I suppose mayonnaise is down 12%. Mayonnaise is, is the last the last food item on the list.
1: Hmm.
0: I, I don't like mayonnaise on its own like as a condiment but I use it all the time in cooking or for making better mayonnaises, like a peri-peri mayo or something like that. Do you yeah. know what I
1: mean? <laughs> no, I'll get exactly what you mean. Yeah,
0: weird one. People polled, cited, smell, strong flavours, texture, visual appearance, the type of flavour and how it makes you feel after eating it as factors in their decisions. Mm. Instacart's trends expert, Laurentia Romaniuk, defended the poll results, especially the top three most hated picks of anchovies, black licorice, and oysters. Says Romaniuk, anchovies possess a briny, fishy flavor profile, oysters give off a super slimy mouthfeel, (laughs) and licorice shocks the tongue with an unmissable anise and fennel flavor. On top of that, they all present chewy textures that can prove challenging for certain people. The complex interplay of these unique flavours and textures is likely why they're at the top of the list. And it's also the reason we're not seeing foods like white bread show up. So there you go. As Ben would say. There you go. Food. Everyone hates it.
1: Oh, I remember my favourite sandwich. Did you ever have uh, sandwich spread?
0: Yeah, I remember
1: sandwich spread. Is that still a thing. Yeah, you can still get it like that salad creamy type sauce with like basically people look say it looks like sick in a jar because it's got little bits it does cab, a little bit of carrot in it, sweet corn in it. Oh, that's the sandwich filler of that of it's all good. times. That is.
0: But I think I think if you did that poll in this country, a lot of people would say salad cream. Mm.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that would be out there. I don't think that's really a thing in America, is it? Salad cream.
1: No, I don't think so. I think,
0: I think that's an us thing.
1: That is definitely an us thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong.
0: So, would you like some crazy news, sir? I would indeed. I, we had a little chat on Friday, like me and Ben would normally do, and I sent you a load of links for some crazy mm-hmm. newses and asked you which ones you'd liked, and you chose these two. So, first up, we had Mr. Beast. He was in the news this week. For... Uh, the older people who listen to this podcast he's a very very famous perhaps the most famous he must be youtuber he's got to be the biggest youtuber hasn't he well but in terms of oh without a doubt
1: he's on yeah you you could scroll through tiktok socials whatever you're doing and he's gonna pop up with a video
0: everyone under a certain age knows who mr beast is. yeah he was in the news because he made quarter of a million dollars from one x video The world's most popular YouTuber, MrBeast, has revealed he made more than $250,000 or £197,000 for perspective from posting a video on X, formerly known as Twitter. He had previously said it was not worth posting on the social media site as creators only get a small amount of advertising revenue. However, after a U-turn last week, he posted an old video which had generated more than 155 million views. Mr. Beast, real name Jimmy Donaldson, had previously said that even a billion views would not make it worth his while to post a video on X. But he said he was super curious to see how much advertising revenue he could make from the video. He said on Monday that the big sum seemed a bit of a facade. Advertiser saw the attention it was getting and bought ads on my video, I think, and thus my revenue per view is probably higher than what you'd experience, he wrote in the post, adding that he planned to choose 10 random people to give the money he made. Analysts said an equivalent haul would be hard to repeat without Mr. Beast's massive profile, Giggly. He said he Mm -hmm. made $250,000, so not bad for one video, said Kristen Vid, principal at W Media Research. It's good numbers, but you have to have a massive amount of traffic. The amount so-called influencers can make varies from person to person. The terms of individual deals are kept confidential, although it is thought the biggest names online may be able to negotiate special rates. In November 2022, Forbes estimated that MrBeast made $54 million in a year from his YouTube channel. Madness. Since then, he's gained millions of subscribers on his main channel, to make a total of 233 million subscribers. The size of his audience has prompted courtship from companies looking to boost their platforms. MrBeast, who has claimed his videos cost millions of dollars to make, is reportedly working on a deal for a show with a huge streaming platform. Mm Mm-hmm. He had previously posted the same video where he tries out cars of differing valuations on YouTube in September 2023. It currently has over 215 million views on YouTube, where MrBeast makes most of his money. That's one video, 215 million views. just one video. A MrBeast video can earn more than 1 million on YouTube over time, according to estimates from influencer analytics platform WeArisma. But on X, where new content dominates, a similar post may not have the same staying power. It would be interesting to see how the monetization potential stacks up over time, Jenny Tsai said, mm. who is the founder and chief executive of Weirisma. In the screenshot shared by MrBeast, he reported $263,655 in revenue from nearly 156.7 million impressions, or about $1... 68 cents per 1,000 impressions.
1: Absolutely mad, isn't it? Yeah. So does it... So the whole analytics of YouTube, I'm assuming then over time, the more... Even though... Because it says if he's... So he'll still make money
0: over time. Yeah. He's still making money off videos he posted like two years ago.
1: That is crazy.
0: It's It's got to be just ad revenue, hasn't it? Yeah, and he has like paid promotions and stuff in his videos, so there must be generating clicks and stuff still as well. I'm guessing. Yeah,
1: but he. Th- th- this is the weird thing. <laughs> Why did he just change his mind? And I know it says in the article that
0: he just wanted to see what it was worth and see. If yeah, he, could he just do did, it. did it for shits and giggles. He's got he, the money he can, he can afford yeah. to. <laughs> he does it a lot. He does that sort of thing a lot. He's, he's social experiments almost. Yeah, <laughs> when he goes around and he
1: goes to shopping centres and goes I want to put a circle down whatever you can put and fit in this circle without it falling out I'll buy yeah man.
0: that is that is the I don't watch a lot of Mr Beast but at least he does he even puts all the money back into the videos to make new videos or he gives it away he gives it yeah, away to yeah. The viewers. yeah massively so fair play to him do you watch much Mr Beast I suppose your kids love Mr Beast they're the right sort of age
1: I literally got roped into buying Mr Beast chocolate from Asda tonight. Oh, so there no, you go. You didn't. He took that's four quid of my money that he took 2 pound a bar. <laughs> uh, Madison and Isaac wanted I'm Mr Beast
0: now, isn't it? The Mr Beast chocolate. Yep.
1: Yeah, it seems to be like Asda have done like they're the forefront or they were the forefront of it to start with. I don't know if that's because Asda in the US is Walmart.
0: Walmart. Yeah. So I
1: imagine that must have some kind of togetherness bringing the two over here but
0: his chocolate isn't as good as like a or Galaxy though no like nowhere near as good
1: it's gonna sound horrible but it isn't that it's that definitely that American style chocolate like Hershey's and... it's
0: well it's better than that it's it's not the it's not like cheap crappy advent calendar chocolate it's better than like Hershey's, oh, no, 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 no. but it's definitely it's not as good as our chocolate
1: <laughs> no I've seen multiple videos where people from the US try like Cadbury's, and they're like, "Oh my god!"
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But then it begs the question: Are you a Cadbury's man
0: or a Galaxy man? I'm not fussed. I'm not fussy. I like mm. both. Put it in me. Put it, put <laughs> it in me. <laughs> and uh, Mr Beast Burger, you haven't had that yet.
1: No, because there's not one here. There's not. Well, there's not a lot of fancy stuff like where I <laughs> am. Not chain restaurants.
0: There is a Mr Beast Burger in Stevenage, and the kids have there had is. it a few times, but I haven't had it yet. <gasps> it's like a ghost kitchen. I don't know. They operate out of another business. Do you know what I mean? It's a
1: right? One of them ghost kitchens. It's the same with the sidekick, uh, the old men one. Uh, oh, the <laughs> sidemen one.
0: Sidemen one, yeah.
1: The gig, their their gig. That I don't know if that ever took off.
0: We've got one of them near us as well, and I haven't had that yet either. That's sides. Sides, that's it. Yeah, we've got one of them down the road as well that I haven't had, haven't tried yet.
1: I need to get myself up to your way again.
0: <laughs> so I'll come and have a look. It's proximity to London, isn't it? We've got it all. Yeah. Not far. Anyway, we're rambling on. We've been recording for ages already. Bloody hell. Do you want This is the second crazy news story that you chose. Oh, God, yeah. Somebody else everybody knows who was in the news this week. <laughs> uh, Reese Witherspoon. She has pissed everybody off for eating snow. Mm. So, um... Reese Witherspoon has defended herself after receiving some words of warning online over eating snow. Yes, you heard that correctly. Hollywood A-lister, Oscar winner and multi-millionaire Witherspoon likes to eat snow. Earlier in January, the Legally Blonde and Morning Show star shared a TikTok video of herself enjoying a chococino made of snow collected from outside her home. There's literally, I'm watching the TikTok now of her scooping it off her car. (laughs) Yes, she's gone outside and scoops the snow off her car in the mug and uh, topped it with cold brew coffee and chocolate syrup and salted caramel syrup, and that's, that's it. And, she, yeah, she's really enjoying that. You can see, I can tell by her face. Yeah. Uh, the internet's reaction, it's fair to say, was mixed. We've all heard the don't eat yellow snow, as one follower commented, but apparently innocent-looking white snow has its own hidden dangers. No, 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 snow is not made to eat, one user commented. You can get seriously sick. I love you, Reese. Personal anecdote, as someone who grew up in Minnesota, our teachers would always melt snow to show up how dirty it was and not to eat it. Be careful out there, replied another. Am I the only one concerned that she scooped it off her car? questioned one follower. <laughs> Although Witherspoon <laughs> replied to say that actually the snow was scooped from a cooking grill. But is that bad? Whoa. And then there was the big question, what if birds pooped in that snow? <laughs> <laughs> However, some TikTokers were won over. Fallen snow can be very dirty from the air and wind, but who cares, replied one former snow eater. You only live once. I remember eating snow as a kid. I do the same thing every time it snows. I make snow ice cream. But I grew up eating snow and drinking tap water and drinking out of a hose, said another. Since sharing her recipe, Witherspoon47 has posted three further videos answering her concerned followers' questions. There's so many people on here saying snow is dirty. So we went and took snow from the backyard and we microwaved it. And it's clear, she said. Is, that, is this bad? Am I not supposed to eat snow? In another clip, she said, okay, so we're kind of in a category of you only live once and it snows maybe once a year here. I don't know. Also, I want to say something. It was delicious. It was so good. In a final post, Witherspoon addressed her lack of filtering before making the frosty snack. I didn't grow up drinking filtered water, she said. We drank out of the tap water. We actually put our mouths on the tap, and then sometimes, like in the summer, when it was hot, we drank out of the hose. Like, we put our mouth on the hose growing up. She then joked, maybe that's why I'm like this. So what you're saying to me is I have to filter the snow before I eat it. I just can't. filtered snow. I don't know how to do that. (laughs) But Tani, what does science say? Oh, well, this is it. A snowflake begins life as a tiny droplet of supercooled water, which freezes in the sky to create an ice crystal, the Met Office explains. The droplets become frozen either because temperatures are sufficiently cold to freeze other droplets, or in clouds above minus 35 degrees Celsius, they can form around a nucleus such as a dust or pollen particle. Once the ice crystal has formed, if the conditions are right, it will grow to form a snowflake. Scientists say they may also pick up other elements in the atmosphere, including pollutants. Pollutants? Pollutants. One study led by chemistry professor Paris Aurea from McGill University in Quebec, Canada, 2016, found that snow absorbs toxic compounds emitted from car exhausts. But some scientists agree the trace amounts of chemicals found in snow, even in cities with lots of traffic, do not reach harmful levels. In 2017, a study in Romania found it was safe to eat clean snow that was half a day old. And that it was safer to eat in the colder months, but by two days old, the snow is not safe to eat. <laughs> so there you have it. Assuming she's not snacking on homemade snowy chocochinos for every meal, it sounds like Witherspoon is safe for now. I mean, we've all done it, right? <clears throat> we've all done I was, the. I was about to ask if you were in snow. No,
1: we've all oh. <laughs> drinking out of a hose. Uh, the, the hose in the garden in the height of summer.
0: I'm sure a lot of people have done that. I've always drunk out of taps and drunk out of hoses. Yeah. And I when it, when we had snow days, when I was a kid, I would go out with a bottle of squash, I'd pick up a handful of snow, pour the squash on it and eat it. Oh. The only
1: thing that when you do say that, all I can think of is when you, as soon as you put it in, why well, if you get like a twig in there or
0: a yeah. bit of leaf? It's fish out. There goes a snail. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> I was literally like scooping snow off the top of the wall and just pouring squash on it and go, <laughs> I turned out all right. With who
1: she is, why doesn't she just buy one of those ice shaving machines that just like a slushy thing? I got caught out with one of those. What last summer? Mm -hmm. I wanted to get one for the kids, and I thought it was a slush puppy machine, and it wasn't. I got it home, and it was like, please bear in mind, you look inside the, the the leaflet, and it's like you ice is required. All this machine does is you put ice in, you move it around. And that just shaves the ice down, crushes it all up, puts it into the cup. Just buy one of those, Reese. That's all you need. Yeah. Just get your own slushy machine. You're (laughs) good for it. I'm sure it won't. Listen,
0: if Reese Witherspoon wants Wants to eat snow, (laughs) let her eat snow. Let Let her eat snow. Yeah. Stop judging. (laughs) She gets sick. She gets sick. She'll learn her lesson. She won't do it again. Old passions, sir. Cocktanny. Cocktanny. <laughs> old passions. I suppose it speaks for itself, really. Yeah, our... we've already spoken about it a lot at the start.
1: Football.
0: Football is our old passion. This was... I don't know, I kind of just decided this for us. I thought it was quite a straightforward decision, seeing as you and I both love the football. We do indeed, yeah. we've. You've been on the podcast before with myself and Ben, and you spoke about coaching. Hmm. This is more a football in general. Yeah. I did a little bit of digging about. Right. It's quite weird, really. This comes around. This does the rounds on Twitter every now and then. This pops up. Yeah. It comes up saying, "What is your granddad's team, dad's team, mum's team, local team, your team?" So granddad's team wasn't one. Not no. that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Don't
1: believe granddad was into football. Oddly, my dad's not into football neither. It's sort no. of like when football comes on the TV, my dad walks out. Mm. My uncle, on the other hand, is uh, a massive West Ham fan. Okay, uh, that's not his fault. It, you know, that's
0: just a decision <laughs> he chose. Don't hold it against him.
1: Yeah, said about it earlier on. Mum's team, the famous Tractor Boys Ipswich Town. Yeah, who are loving life at the moment after. Sort of getting promotion back into the championship. They're doing, yeah, championship wise, doing really well. Local team, I mean, I'm probably closer to Colchester United Mm -hmm. than I am Ipswich Town, being that Colchester's like for me, 20 minutes up the road. Yeah. I'd say Ipswich Town is probably 45 minutes. Yeah. So Ipswich Town being championship and then. Uh, Colchester United are League two 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 yeah 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 and you guys Stevenage are League one now yes we've just loaned a player to Colchester oh <laughs> so yeah they're the two they're probably they are like on the doorstep teams like for for bigger football teams if you want to call them that um yep. and I've touched on already my team being well, I say Chelsea, but um, <laughs> it's a hard one to swallow at the moment. It's okay, I know Chelsea fans. We we struggled. We struggled against uh, Aston Villa the other, the other night, and we've struggled for the better part of the majority of the season. I think what we tenth the last time I looked, maybe moved a little bit further up the table.
0: So, how did that happen? How how are you? Why are you a Chelsea fan? We've always been like interested in and
1: always had obviously a following for, for town and then sort of didn't really like have much interest in football for a long time or other than obviously mum always being a an Ipswich fan and then I remember going to a one of a secondary school um, which was in uh, just outside Epping and it just seemed to be like all of the kids at the school were sort of like Tottenham fan, uh, were Chelsea fans. And it was sort of like, Oh, you, 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 you must like football. And I remember there was a lad who used to go to school on my bus and he was a Cholton fan, cholton wow. athletic. And then Love I that. got talking to him for, for ages. And then obviously said that my mom supports, uh, Ipswich town. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Cholton athletic and uh, this, and the other. And then, yeah, just remember there was like, uh, a group of, of of lads that I got in, uh, into with in school, and and they're all like, oh yeah, we're all big Chelsea fans, and sort of went home one day, and I said to him, I'm right, I'm gonna have a look up on, look up on Chelsea, and I think back then who's in, oh playing back then, you, these are the, the days of not, and I'm talking like, fairly, newer times, but I mean players like, uh, Zola, yeah, who else was there? Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Edgar Doy was in goal. I remember his mustache. Mm-hmm.
0: Gianluca vialli
1: Yeah. Who else there was? Uh oh, there's so many. Dennis Wise. Dennis Wise. <laughs> yeah. But it was just sort of like Yeah, it was it was probably just, there was no real like for me, like I said at the beginning, there was no like my mum never like said, oh you know, ipswich town fan it was just something that i got into with a group of of kids at school and it was sort of like that was the team that they were supporting i probably didn't choose it and since then that's what i've always followed chelsea been to games but yeah that's i've still got quite a handful of old uh chelsea football tops that i've collected over the years yeah Oddly though they weren't the first match being the, the question next is what was your first match it wasn't surprisingly it wasn't a a, a chelsea game it was I had a phone call or my mum did from a, a friend of mine at school uh, him and his dad <laughs> him and his dad were well he was a man united fan and his dad was a west ham fan and they had season tickets right and he's like ash it's it's my birthday this weekend uh, I've got a spare ticket do you want to come and watch West Ham play at Upton Park I was like wow Uh, yeah why not and it was West Ham versus Leeds okay and I think Leeds ended up winning I think they won 4-2 but that was in the game like where Paolo Di Canio and it was the atmosphere was absolutely amazing and that was like my first big time big time game yeah premier league match but yeah not not a chelsea game it was a uh, a west ham game and i remember my my <laughs> mum rang my uncle who's the west ham fan i was like ash is going to a game he's got enough another... can he borrow something and he gave me this scarf this West Ham scarf and I was like, Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Knowing the fact that, you know, I, I support
0: Chelsea anyway. Yeah. Why did you have to wear a scarf? You don't have to wear anything. West Ham. It's like,
1: yeah. My mom was like, make him take something, let him take something. You must have something. And I was like, oh, I've got this horrible scarf to wear. Why? And I thought, do I, do I do the brave thing and put a, uh, put a, <laughs> put a Chelsea t-shirt on underneath and hide it underneath my coat. Um, but yeah. I didn't, um, I remember going to a a Chelsea game. Me and Krispy Kreme went to watch uh, Chelsea versus Bournemouth in. I think it was a Carabao Cup. It was so funny. Chris being a, a Spurs fan, we're in we're in the Chelsea side, and we're sitting yeah. away watching it. And everyone stands up, and they're all going, "Sit down if you hate Tottenham." Sit. <laughs> and he lit, and I'm going, "You need to stand up like really quickly. Do not sit there." <laughs> and, and sit down you will get literally beaten you'll get lynched yeah but he uh he just sat still didn't move and uh it was so funny but um last match um surprisingly was uh what we now sunday so yesterday yesterday we got, t- we got tickets to go and see and we get tickets quite a lot for ipswich town and uh it wasn't the best of days as you all know we were hoping that the town were going to turn Maidstone over but the mighty Maidstone will will march on into the next round of the FA Cup. The fifth round, I believe, they've got either...
0: They're away at Sheffield Wednesday Sheffield or Coventry. Sheffield Wednesday
1: or Coventry, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm Googling. Do you know, what was the gap between Ipswich and Maidstone?
1: Well, Maidstone are non-league, right? Yeah, yeah. So I imagine quite a few tiers up the pyramid. But then their manager is... What's his name? George Elokobi, yeah, yeah, who did a massive stint at Colchester United,
0: ninety-eight places in the Football <gasps> League pyramid between Ipswich and Maidstone, and they knocked Ipswich out in their own in their own back garden.
1: Did you see Annie's video clip that she sent yes. of the guy celebrating and
0: the Maidstone fan fell fell off, the, yeah. fell from the top tier down into the lower tier. He
1: literally, he, li- <laughs> he literally, they scored their goal, and he done this dramatic roll off of the top from the top landed straight down and annie found another one this morning the woman who he landed on she went to the newspaper to sell her story about (laughs) how she was at a beloved ipswich town watching the game (laughs) and out of nowhere some idiot from kent
0: lands on top of her (laughs) some
1: guy from kent landed on a nut right on a bonce (laughs) gave her a headache And she said, I didn't really mind. There was, you know, I wasn't overly fussed about what happened, but she said, my my beloved Ipswich Town, they didn't even offer me a cup of tea. (laughs) That's all she was worried about. She didn't care that the dude had landed square on her head. She's just like, (laughs) no one at Ipswich Town offered me a cup
0: of tea to get rid of my shame. I can't believe that no one was hurt by it either. The guy that that fell and the woman that he landed on were both absolutely fine. (laughs) Yeah.
1: How he managed to get up and just carry on but you can imagine just watching away and all of a sudden yeah a dude's landed right flat on top of you oh funny game funny old game football but hopefully Coventry or whoever they play before, will, before they get to the bigger teams I mean don't get me wrong if Maidstone keep going that will be a massive achievement even achieving yeah. what they've already done like we say 98 places different from where they are to playing uh, Ipswich Town is and beating them is massive and yeah. Ipswich Town probably rested a few key players and brought them on a bit too late but
0: that's that's the FA Cup isn't it that's what it's about mm-hmm. that's it and then I've just added at the end their best match and worst match oh god
1: I don't know what would be my best match
0: I mean I went and watched the I've
1: been and seen the, the England ladies team
0: yeah, Quite a few you had the Lionesses though. last year, didn't
1: you? Yeah, yeah, seen them twice. Saw them win the uh, the World Cup final. That was against France, wasn't it? Pretty sure it was. The the Euro final. The Euro final was France, wasn't it? That was Germany. Germany? Who yeah. did I go and see then? It was, they played, what was it? Brazil. I've seen them play one of both of them. They were good games. They yeah. were very, very good games to watch. Probably more exciting, dare I say it, than some men's football. Yeah, but yeah, just the way they moved the ball, they move the ball we've, around. We've, and... we've
0: spoken about the lionesses on the on the podcast a few times before. I, yeah. I enjoy watching it.
1: Oh, if you can go, if you can get tickets to go and see them, it's yeah, the atmosphere is brilliant. We went both times were at Wembley, and they've yeah. been yeah, two brilliant games to go and see. A worse match though. I don't know. Other than watching the performance of Ipswich Town yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't start very well at all yesterday. That's probably the worst I've seen them play, actually, this mm-hmm. season. And I think who they got next in the league, West Bromwich Albion, I think, they play very soon. But yeah, that's probably the, the my worst game. I haven't really seen too many games out there. I'm not like a massive uh, go-to... Chelsea games purely because it's just hard to get tickets. Mm. Most people are probably moan and oh, go, "Armchair supporter."
0: Yeah, maybe I've been to see Chelsea more recently than you have. I think. I think you have, yeah, massively, yeah. yeah. I went because uh, my driver's mate is a massive Chelsea fan, and he gets tickets quite a lot. Mm. And I said, "Oh, if, if there's a game that you know, a quiet game, a game that's easy to get tickets for, get us a ticket. I'll go with you." Because I've not been to Stamford Bridge, and he did, so we did that at the end of last season.
1: Yeah. We get quite a few games. the The ones for Ipswich Town we get quite frequently. I think we saw, at least, oh, a good handful, five or six games we saw last season of town, which yeah. is quite good. I mean, when yeah, when you play it like FA Cup. I mean, yesterday when we went for the FA Cup, I took my. That was the reason we were going. That was my entire football team. So I took my under thirteens team yeah. uh, as a Christmas present. So in total, there was twenty kids and 27 adults so we had like four rows there's 47 uh block booked out but it was just yeah it was just something for them to to go and watch and it was like 10 pound an adult and three pound a child for fa cup yeah which you can't you can't knock can't knock for that so it was good and you never know Town might have preseason games against Stevenage again, like they against last Stevenage season. again. Yeah, yeah. We we came and saw in preseason. We followed them around. They, yeah. did, they had Cambridge before. It was Cambridge United that m- morning.
0: They played Cambridge at midday, and then Stevenage yeah. at three.
1: And we wanted to do both, but I think Reese had a game actually for Ipswich Town Academy at the same time. So I was sort of like going one place, going another. It was all over the place. But that's pretty much what my football life is like. As soon as it hits yeah. Saturday, it's pretty much me taken away.
0: So um, I've got, so like I said, this comes up on X all the time. It's your granddad's team, your dad's team, your mum's team, your local team, your team. So my so my dad's side,
1: mm-hmm. my
0: granddad was Tottenham. My dad Ooh. is Tottenham. Okay. And then my mum's side, my grandpa was Middlesbrough. My mum is Middlesbrough. That's yeah. <laughs> That's their teams. Uh, my local team. It depends how far down we're talking, because <laughs> obviously we've got the local, the local non-league sides. But the 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 local, the the biggest local team is Stevenage. Yeah, twenty minutes down the road. But we're also quite close to Luton and MK and Cambridge. But Stevenage would be the closest. Mm. But uh, yeah, my my team, my team is Stevenage. Well, well, like you were saying, when I, when I went to school, everyone either supported Arsenal or Man United, because that was the 90s. They were the two yeah. massive teams. You supported Arsenal or Man United, so I chose Man United. Same. And yeah. I'm a Man United fan that has actually been to Old Trafford to see Man United that I did when I was little.
1: So I think most kids go through that phase, don't they, of supporting yeah. one of those bigger teams?
0: Yeah. So, and as a... Um, I, as I as I as I grew up, basically as I became an adult, I grew out of that. I, just, I grew out of being a Man United fan, and I chose to support my local team. I'm, I am I don't live there anymore, but I am Stevenage born and bred. Hmm. So uh, I chose to support Stevenage just as they started doing, just as as they started doing really well. They were they were the I went to see them play at Wembley. They were the first team to win a trophy at the new Wembley Stadium, hmm. the FA Trophy, and then they got promoted back to back out of non-league up to League One. It's been a yeah. bit shit since then, but it's got good again the last couple of years. We got promoted last year back into League One.
1: Yeah, it's been very good.
0: Yeah, and I work there as well. <laughs> as, yeah. I, as I've mentioned before, I um, I work yeah. I work on on a match day at the football ground when Stevenage play at home. Because I love them that much. I think Annie wants to do that next year with talent. Yeah, Annie was saying she's thinking about doing it. Yeah, if she can. Working at Ipswich, yeah. And yeah, and then this is another one I just randomly thought of. I just typed in there while you were talking. That's... Sometimes this pops up on X Twitter, whatever you want to call it every now and then. And that's, it's something like your first match, your last match, the best match, the worst match. Mm. So my first match, I could never quite remember properly, but I, uh, I went, I did the homework and I've got, I think it was this game because I remember what the score was. And my dad took me, I was six and it was the season after. So in 1996, H won the conference but they weren't allowed up into the football league because their ground didn't meet FA yeah, standards. Reckon, yeah. So they got denied promotion, and it took us until 2010 to to do it again. But uh, yeah, the, the 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 first game of the season after, so the first game of the '96 '97 season, I went to see Stevenage versus Halifax with my dad, and Stevenage won six 0 Okay. Last match, funnily enough, the last match I went to. <laughs> Maidstone versus Stevenage. <laughs> yeah, but don't talk about that one. Fucking Maidstone. There was... <laughs> Fucking Maidstone. <laughs> They've yeah. done Stevenage and then they got Ipswich in the next round and they bloody did Ipswich.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we can't avoid them. We can't... we can't. No, they're taking all of our teams down. <laughs> yeah. One by one at the moment.
0: <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of shouts for me for best match because, I, you know, I go to a lot of football. Mm. I go to a lot of football games and I've seen Stevenage win at Wembley twice. I've seen Stevenage win the playoffs at Old Trafford. But I think the best match I ever went to was when Stevenage won the conference. It's called the National League now. Mm. That was the, my first away game I ever went to. And that was because I knew that if Stevenage won, they would win the league. Mm. And it would be, you know... We, we should have we should have been promoted 14 years before that, but the FA didn't let us. So it was a massive thing for the club. And yeah, it was Kidderminster away. Kidderminster versus Stevenage. And Stevenage won 2-0. And yeah, that was... It was the same as when we won the uh, the playoffs at Old Trafford, but just that was the year after. But just, I don't know, it's a feeling of sheer relief in the away end. But also, it's just, you know, grown men crying and hugging that have never met each other before and stuff like that and then we all ran on the pitch at the end because I was 19 20 years old that's what you did the second the full-time whistle went we were straight on the pitch straight (laughs) up and
1: over (laughs) the barrier
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and the celebrations and the party afterwards it was just awesome that's I think that is my favorite memory of supporting Stevenage it was that was such a good day Mm. and uh, (laughs) we've tried to ruin it a lot since we've tried to ruin our football league status but we've somehow There was a few years there, the last couple of years, where we've only just managed to survive somehow in the Football League. But now we're doing really well. Doing really well now. Mm. But that said, worst match. I think it might have to be that Maidstone game. Yeah. (laughs) So So, uh, Maidstone
1: play on... Did you play on 4G?
0: Yeah, they play on a 4G pitch. It's not a real pitch. So they only sold tickets for the away end for Stevenage fans to season ticket holders. And they all sold out in about five minutes, so I got a ticket in the Maidstone end. I was stood with Maidstone fans because there was like it was the day after my birthday, oh. and there was no chance that I wasn't going to it. I was like, I've got i I've got a mate who lives in Sittingbourne, the like the next town over. I, was, I had it all planned: go down there, meet him. Yeah. So yeah, there was no chance I wasn't going to it. Um, kind of wish I didn't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, in fact you you saw it from that view as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Stood with all those Maidstone fans. <laughs> that was uh, probably the worst result in Stevenage's history, I think. Mm. Yeah, and I was there with with the opposition for fans to see it. <laughs> mm. Not great, but you know we uh, we 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 won three two at Wigan yesterday. Yes. So it's just that was just that Maidstone result, was just one blip in what was, otherwise yeah. is being an amazing season at the moment it's our first season back in league 1 and we're currently sitting in the playoff places which is just absurd mm. considering that the other teams in the division have like th- at least 3 times the size of our budget it's, yeah it's, it's crazy
1: but again it's what happens <laughs> and this is where maidstone are on that they're flying that high aren't they there yeah. what have they got what have they got to lose against these teams now mm-hmm. they've just got a, every game go out there put their all in enjoy the moment for for what it is I watched a a clip from, like, since they've won, obviously, everything. It's like Facebook, isn't it? As soon as you search something on Facebook, it knows what you've searched. So it just spans all that stuff to you. And all I keep seeing now is Maidstone. I scroll through Maidstone. I clicked on it, and it was like that George Adacobi doing a a halftime video. And he's just like, it doesn't matter where we've come from. It's what we've achieved now. You know, go out there, enjoy the moment, appreciate it. Support everyone, and he was so humble at the end of it. Like the yesterday's game when it finished, he went all the way around the stadium
0: yeah. from one
1: corner all the way around, clapped every single, put one in the in the in the stand.
0: He is a good bloke,
1: and went over to the other side with his a uh, He's well, obviously the the Maidstone fans, and finished up there. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go. And going back to actually news that's happened this week. And Mister Jurgen Klopp is going to finish, isn't
0: he? Oh yeah, at the at the end of the season. Yeah, that was the big the big football news this week. That was on Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, Jurgen Klopp, who's he's done a bit, he's done well for himself at Liverpool, isn't it? I think they've won six major trophies mm. in his nine years there. Yeah, he's announced he's leaving at the end of the season.
1: Yeah, health reasons, maybe. I'm not sure if it's that or family time. It or...
0: seems like from what he was saying, it's health reasons. Mm. He said he can't talk about it yet. That yeah. He's running out of energy, or something like that, and he doesn't know how much longer he can go. So, Javi on his way, I imagine. Probably, he's doing well, isn't he? Yeah. Well, that was lovely. We've already we've been we've been going for we've been going for way longer than we than we than we than we should. We <laughs> we we certainly can talk when we get together. Well, that we can indeed. Thank you very much, Cocktanny, for joining me this week you are most welcome it's been wonderful thank you very much for for letting me attempt to fill these extremely large feet of ben's <laughs> uh i'm not sure who we've got on with us next week if anyone it might just be a me and ben episode we'll uh we'll cross that bridge when we come to it oh, <laughs> not i'm not sure what's happening at the moment in terms of next week but it will definitely be me and ben if no one else good stuff anything else to anything else to say before we before we wrap up
1: uh no i don't think so Pineapple's amazing. Enjoy. Pineapple is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Sure someone will tell me off for that.
0: (laughs) I have been Smith. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Markuhita every Wednesday and Saturday.
1: And I have been Tunnycliffe. You can find me at the same place, except it's, uh, what is it now? I am Tunny100. What do I stream though? Because we've all changed
0: every Tuesday and, no your Monday and Friday no, see you? <laughs> you was gonna say Tuesdays exactly yeah. like I was in my
1: head and I had a brain fart and now this whole <laughs> outro has gone wrong I stream on a Monday and a Friday now and usually we do horror games and lots of other bits and pieces with the community on a Friday
0: please go to our link tree which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot ee forward slash old men army to get links for everything old related including this podcast our Discord server, the merch, oldmenmerch.com. Don't forget, head over to oldmenmerch.com, check out the marker Heater merch. And follow the other old men. So there's myself, oh, there's Tani, and there's Ben bis 81 and Mr. Narkills. Uh, and there's the YouTube channel. Check out youtube.com forward slash at Army, And we will see you back here. Same time, same place. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. You, bye old costumes with smith and jones